Hello, beautiful people. It's your boy Anthony, and we're back with another episode of the Oddball Podcast. First things first, I hope everyone had a really safe and fun Halloween. Is our first episode talking about just the NBA. And first things first, make sure you go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Oddball Podcast. Feel free to email the podcast, theoddballpod at gmail.com. Go ahead, email your boy, and we'll answer any questions you have about the podcast. Or honestly, just about anything. If you have questions about the NBA, if you want to listen to my opinion on any specific topic, go ahead and throw it in there. First things first, I do want to get into the Brooklyn Nets situation. Not so much of a situation, just their team as a whole, what they've done the past few weeks. So we'll go ahead and jump into it real quick. We all know that Steve Nash was hired and he brought along Mike D'Antoni as an assistant coach, as well as Amari Stoudemire onto his coaching staff. So what does that mean for the Nets? What that means for the Nets is honestly, in my opinion, overall, 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 I will say they got better. Jacques Vaughn was good. I don't necessarily think he's the coach. I will go ahead and put them over the edge, but Steve Nash has everyone's respect on that team. Honestly, in the whole league, Steve Nash has gained the respect of all his peers. If Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to really listen to anybody about X's and O's when it comes to basketball, it's probably going to be Steve Nash. With that being said, having Mike D'Antoni on your coaching staff, again, just to get away from that ISO ball of what could be you know, Kyrie and KD together, could be a little bit ISO taking turns with the ball, to unlock that offense a little bit. I don't mind having Mike D'Antoni you know, on your coaching roster just because he is a coaching mastermind. He invents in small ball with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire in Phoenix. So to replicate that type of success and make sure that this team is set up, not only with those two you know, all-star players, but having the whole team contribute to an offense as a whole will be really good because you know Mike D'Antoni has proven to you know make PJ Tucker and Ben McLemore into real serviceable NBA players that honestly when their contract expires in Houston will probably end up getting another contract on another NBA team because of Mike D'Antoni and what he's able to show on the court with these players so if I'm the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets I'm ecstatic to have these people on my coaching staff Having Amari Stoudemire, you really don't know what exactly you're going to get, but he was an all-star, you know, all-NBA caliber player for a few years there with Steve Nash, so that can't hurt. My only concern is we've never seen Steve Nash as a head coach. Obviously, he's a floor general. He he definitely controlled things on the court, but, you know, being on the sideline, how is that going to really translate on the NBA court? He did run the pick and roll to perfection, one of the top three, top five pick and roll players of all time. In my opinion, he really made Amari Stoudemire into what Amari Stoudemire is. But that's just me. That's just a quick hot take. So seeing Steve Nash coach Kyrie, it makes you really wonder if that's going to become, you know, more of a pick and roll system. Are you going to have Jared Allen as your role guy? And what exactly are you going to do with the Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie situation? Not that they have beef. It's not a situation like that, but... Karis LeVert is on a very cheap contract for an extended number of years, whereas Spencer Dinwiddie is looking to become a free agent relatively soon. So with that many guards on your team, it really makes you wonder what exactly you're going to do with those contracts. In my opinion, I think that 
the Nets really need to focus on re-signing Joe Harris because he does shoot the lights out. He is a flamethrower. You put him in the corner, he's going to be ready. He's going to knock down those threes. And that's perfect when you have people, you know, when you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving gaining all that attention. So kicking the ball out to Joe Harris for a three, that's reliable. That's good offense. And I think he is the number one priority to re-sign this coming season. Also, I think the Nets could really use more of a bench presence. You have Garrett Temple coming off the bench. He's a serviceable NBA player, but he's not really going to do anything for you in terms of playoffs or winning a championship. He's not really going to move the needle at all. So I think if you're going to package a deal in some way, I think you need to get a backup point guard to pair with Karis LeVert and to run your bench pretty much. So I'm thinking, and I know this might be a little bit of a long shot, but I know for a fact that the Detroit Pistons, whatever they have going on in Detroit isn't working. So if you have somebody like Derrick Rose come on over to the Nets to come off the bench, I think that would work perfectly because he's not forced to go ahead and carry that offensive load. You know you're going to have Karis LeVert there. So if you have Karis LeVert and Derrick Rose on that bench, that is a whole second unit that works. Derrick Rose can facilitate. He can score when he needs to. Karis LeVert is going to be the main scoring option when it comes to the bench. So I think that works perfectly, in my opinion. So yeah, that's probably the number one thing for the Brooklyn Nets, is figuring out what they're going to do with Spencer Dinwiddie. Teams like the Pistons, the Magic even, those teams could really use somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie that can really facilitate an offense. And it's just a proven NBA player at that, you know. So that's pretty much all I wanted to touch on, just give you a quick rundown of what's happening in Brooklyn. But honestly, they're just... That's just going to be really exciting. You can't say that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the same team isn't exciting. Kyrie Irving is obviously a magician with the basketball. You know, he goes one way, fakes the other way, finishes with either hand. He's obviously one of the most entertaining players in the world. So, I mean, bringing basketball back to New York is crazy. Obviously, it's not with the Knicks, but Brooklyn is Brooklyn's time at this point. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to win it all or I'm not going to say they're the favorite because it does take a few years for superstars to gel and things like that. But basketball is back in New York. It's in Barclays Center instead of Madison Square Garden, but it's back. So that's pretty crazy. Okay, let's switch over to another topic. We have the release of a lot of these NBA teams' statement jerseys city jerseys icon jerseys whatever you want to call it there's like a thousand different jerseys for each team but let's go ahead and break it down real quick just to go through the teams so first and foremost we got the atlanta hawks that changed their jersey they have a whole new look they honestly kept the same pretty much same color pattern they still have the white the yellow the red and things like that but they have a different rebrand you don't have the big old hawk in the middle nor do the jerseys have those little diamonds that they had before but what stands out the most is obviously, if you haven't seen it already, their new Martin Luther King all-black jersey. What has all-black with white MLK initials on the front? And that jersey is pretty crazy if you don't know. Martin Luther King was born in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's, you know, the city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia is home to, you know, Martin Luther King National Historic Park. So obviously, Martin Luther King and Atlanta are very interconnected. A few details about the jersey on the side of the shorts actually has 22 stars on it 
Well, it has 11 on each side. So 22 in total to represent the 22 out of 29 times that Martin Luther King was jailed for voicing and expressing and fighting for racial equality. So quick fun fact for you. And actually, if you purchase the jersey, it says it on NBA.com that the proceeds from the sales of the jerseys will actually go to support economic empowerment programs for Atlanta's, the city of Atlanta's people of color. So I think that's amazing initiative by the NBA. So looking to cop an Atlanta Hawks jersey, and then the Martin Luther King one is definitely a good one to cop. So yeah, keep a lookout for that. The Brooklyn Nets are also dropping a new jersey. It is that blue, pale blue with the red Nets emblem on the chest area. It is the, you know, when you see them, you'll think of Drazen Petrovic. He is the one who's most notable for wearing those jerseys with the Nets. So it's going to be pretty cool to see Kyrie and KD rocking those jerseys. Um, Drazen Petrovic, real quick, man, like, rest in peace, Drazen Petrovic. From Croatia, if you don't know, he was, came out of Europe. He was a hooper, drafted by the Blazers, traded to the Nets. He was one of, like, the best three-point shooters during that era. You know, at one point, he was averaging nearly 23 points per game. And if you don't know, unfortunately, he did pass away in a car accident in Europe. So rest in peace to Drazen Petrovic. But I'm so glad to see these jerseys back in the Nets rotation. Also, another one by the Brooklyn Nets. This one's a new concept. I believe it's the city jersey. And these are just leaked photos so far. It is an all-black Brooklyn Nets jersey with the font supposedly inspired by an artist in the Brooklyn area. And this artist is by the name of Jean-Michel Basqua. And honestly, I don't speak French, so don't roast me if I don't know how to say that correctly. But it's Jean-Michel Basqua. And I probably butchered that. I'm telling you, I probably butchered that. But you can definitely go look it up. It is a leaked photo of the Brooklyn Nets jersey. And yeah, it's pretty much just inspired by his artwork throughout Brooklyn. And some of the key things about that jersey is obviously the font. And then the NBA patch on the bottom of the jersey has a crown over it. Because that's kind of like a trademark by this artist. So those are also pretty cool. And honestly, really quick, let me go back to the Atlanta Hawks Martin Luther King jersey. That one actually on the NBA patch below the jersey, it actually has Martin Luther King's signature on there. So that's a pretty cool little touch. All right, so moving on, we do have the Charlotte Hornets coming up next, and they are actually throwing it back. So I really love to see the throwback jerseys. My only thing, I do like what the NBA does when you have one or two or three different teams bringing back that throwback jersey. Because I feel like if it's oversaturated or if teams, you know, if you have every team doing it, it kind of, you know, belittles it just a little bit. You know, it's really cool to see Vancouver, you know, that teal Vancouver Grizzlies jersey come back because it just popped on the court. So this one, they're throwing it back a little bit. It's not really a throwback jersey, but it is inspired by the Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues era of having those pinstripes. So the pinstripes are coming back. They do look pretty basic. I'm not going to lie. There's not really much to say about the Charlotte Hornets uh, new uniforms. But if you take a look, all you're going to notice are those pinstripes that don't really look the same. But they do bring that, you know, it is very reminiscent of those, if I may say. So, yeah, that's, that, that's all on the Hornets. But the Trailblazers we got next. The Trailblazers, honestly, I'm a little let down by it. They're moving away from Portland or from Trailblazers. These actually just say Oregon 
So, and if you haven't seen them, they are all black. And on the side, on the, the trim of the jerseys, it is a very unique shape. And it is to go ahead and highlight Oregon's landscape. And it talks about how the, it has the hills and the mountainous areas of Oregon. So it just pays homage to that. And also, you know, I actually found this very interesting. And I found this on the NBA website for the images of the Trailblazers jerseys. They actually not only are meant to portray the landscape of Oregon, but it's also supposed to honor the tribal nations throughout what is now considered Oregon, who, you know, started there and had their homes there from the beginning. So I think that's a very cool, unique little story. I don't necessarily get that vibe from the jersey itself, but the fact that they're willing to acknowledge, you know, the tribes and people that came before, you know, the before it, before it actually became Oregon a state is very, very interesting, very, very cool in my opinion. But yeah, there's not much. I feel like you could have done a, lot, a little bit more. It's the first time it's really saying Oregon. I think you could throw you know throw it back just a little bit, do a small little rip city in there would be pretty cool. You know, just because I feel like this year Portland, Portland was really good this year in the bubble, but before that, obviously they were hindered by so many injuries. And in the bubble, they didn't have somebody like Trevor Reza that was there. You know, Collins wasn't there. So to really, you know, emphasize this season of new beginnings, having a full healthy squad, I think it would have been cool to see a little bit different jerseys, you know, like more of more of a statement, quote unquote, I would say, versus it just saying Oregon. But hey, I don't really make the jerseys, so that's just my opinion. But yeah, so next we have the Toronto Raptors. Okay, these are probably my least favorite of the group. The Raptors, I like the Raptors as a franchise. Their team is cool. They have so many nice throwback jerseys you could have like brought. And you know, it's not over. I'm not saying they're not going to release any more jerseys, but from what we've seen so far, they just have the Chevron jerseys. They have the whole, you know, triangle portion on the chest. And I think what I read was for that, they were trying to pay homage to the championship winning team because they had like the North on that Chevron. So that is probably what they were going for. That's what they said they're going for. But I honestly, I'm just not a fan of it. I'm just not a fan of having, you know, a, basically like a triangle that's pointing towards your like head that says Raptors. But, you know, like I said, there might be more jerseys coming out. OVO jerseys are bound to come out and OVO colorway, the black, gold, and white is probably my favorite colorway. It's, I mean, it is, it's very basic, but it is very clean. You can't deny that. So if OVO drops a jersey for the Raptors, I'm hoping that they get rid of the whole Chevron and that whole triangle mess that they got there. And I hope they just, you know, make it pretty, like a lot more streamlined just because I think that will look so much better. Okay, next we got the Mavs. The Mavs are throwing it back with the green jerseys. Not my favorite Mavs jersey, but I really like it. I think it's Luka Doncic's world, and we're all just living in it. So to give him a throwback jersey, have him put it on and ball out, I think that's going to be crazy. Um, you know, that green jersey was worn by Dirk. They honestly bring it back every few years. Dirk wore it. You know, that you can throw it back to, like, Rolando Blackman wore it. So that's a really common jersey that they bring back every few years. But yeah, I'm excited because it's not only a jersey, but it's coming back with the court. So the court to match is pretty crazy. I like that so much more than just having a you know a throwback jersey, but not bringing the court along with it. When you bring the court, it really you know it's it's a real throwback. It really feels real good. I like that green jersey more than that you know cartoonish 
aqua green jersey that they had last year that they wore a lot. I mean, that one grew on me more and more, but this one is just so much better in my opinion. Next up, we have the Lakers, and Lakers have not officially announced any of these jerseys. These are all just kind of leaked jerseys, and it seems like they're bringing it back. They're throwing it back to the, you know, the white and blue era of the Lakers. We're talking the Jerry West Lakers, and they do kind of bring these back, not as often as they should, but I know when Kobe and Shaq were together, they were wearing those all blue uniforms with the script that said Los Angeles, so... Those are rumored to be releasing again, and I wouldn't be surprised given that, you know, the Lakers just won the championship, and the Dodgers, a blue and white, you know, blue and white Dodgers also won the chip. Obviously, if you don't know, Magic Johnson is the owner of the Dodgers, so he does have heavy influence within the Lakers organization, so I would definitely not be surprised if you see that incorporated, that color scheme incorporated with the Lakers, which honestly, I'm down for. I think they're really clean. It's really nice. I... I, I really mess with it a lot. Probably one of my favorite. I think if you're really trying to capitalize it, capitalize on the Lakers, I think you got to release that jersey because I think that'll sell like hotcakes, to be honest. So I don't know if you guys remember, but the beginning of last or, the, you know, this past season, when Anthony Davis joined the Lakers, there was a whole kind of mix up where LeBron was like, you know what, you can wear number 23, Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis was going to switch his number and LeBron was going to wear number six or, you know, there was like a whole confusion that was going on. And the Nike was like, nah, we already made all these jerseys. You can't really do that. So I wonder if that, you know, is going to take into consideration this season. I wonder if they're actually going to switch their numbers. If LeBron's going to go to number six or stay at 23 or they're just going to run everything back the same, you know. So that's actually be really interesting. So, you know, if those jerseys drop, be careful on what you buy. If you want the newest one, you know, there might be that number switch. We don't know. I haven't heard anything yet, but it could happen. A few other teams that have changed their jerseys were the Phoenix Suns. They have a new The Valley jersey, which is kind of weird because when I think of The Valley, I think of like the LA area, you know, The Valley. But I mean, I guess if that's a thing in Arizona, then good for them. Phoenix is exciting. I don't know that they'll be great but they are at least at the come up they are very you know they're a bright team to you know root for because Devin Booker was obviously hooping in the bubble DeAndre Ayton maybe won't get suspended for taking PEDs or allegedly possibly taking PEDs they weren't PEDs but if you remember they were actually like a, a chemical that makes you you know try to flush out your body a lot quicker which can be very sus when you're talking about PEDs and stuff like that so the Suns you have a lot to be excited for but they are a few years away from actually competing. So the San Antonio Spurs are also throwing it back with another jersey. They have the black jersey with the teal, pink, and orange. I mean, those are my best descriptions of the colors. I don't know the exact colors, but they have that stripe that comes across the chest. Also a leaked jersey. They bring it back every so often as well. I remember I've seen pictures of Dennis Rodman when he was on the Spurs. He was wearing a a jacket with that same color scheme and you know I'm sure you've seen it before it's that colorful patch on a predominantly black jersey that says Spurs on it they bring it back every so often Tony Parker is also seen wearing that jersey not my favorite because I feel like the Spurs are pretty pretty basic they kind of do the same thing every year you can expect almost like a they do the camo every year so things like that they, they're pretty consistent you kind of know what you're gonna expect with the Spurs the Knicks the Knicks have a weird jersey. It's, it says, City Never Sleeps, New York Knicks. Again, these are only leaked 
images and they have a patch that says NYC underneath the Nike swoosh. Very basic on the trims you have like a gradient of like the US flag almost. Yeah, it's not my favorite. It has an orange to blue to black gradient up each side. So I guess it's not even red. It's more orange than anything else. Pretty weird. And then there, I don't really believe this one, but it is also a leaked picture. It's a Milwaukee Bucks jersey. It's actually a jersey. So it's like a shirt jersey. And it's all blue with white writing that says Milwaukee and then has, you know, the player's number on it. I don't necessarily think this one's real. I think this is just more like a, it's a stretch. But, you know, if it is real, it does scream, you know, like the Greek vibe. Kind of like the Greek Zoom Freaks ones. They have the Greek colorway, the blue and white. It does look like that a lot. And um, as you know, like the Greek flag is that blue and white. So it is giving me that vibe, which I mean, he is the whole franchise. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is incorporated in their jerseys. But not my favorite, just because it's so plain, it's so basic. Also, the Washington Wizards, which I'm very excited about, honestly. John Wall coming back, Bradley Beal's been hooping. That team is, if they're healthy, they'll actually be a problem. Because I don't know if you remember, but before John Wall got injured, that team was actually consistently going to the playoffs. But, yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. They have a New Jersey coming out. has U.S. flag on both sides, obviously, because D.C. The front of the... Jersey says DC and they bring this jersey back every so often they always have the DC jersey and that's exactly what this looks like just the DC so they're just bringing it back again which I don't mind it's pretty cool and lastly I want to go over the Golden State Warriors because this one I'm not a fan of just because it is extremely reminiscent of the we believe Warriors anyway but the Oakland they have a jersey that says Oakland on the front instead of Warriors and it's in the same font as the We Believe jerseys so that one kind of it doesn't rub me the wrong way but I really enjoy the Warriors I think you could have just left it like that and you know made a throwback and it would have been really clean to so just say Oakland and make it a new jersey isn't my favorite but I mean if you rep Oakland then you'll probably love this jersey those are pretty much my quick I thoughts my quick ideas about each of these teams like I said all of these you can just do a quick Google search if you want to see it yourself. But um, yeah, some of them are pretty fire. Some of them are not so much. I'm really disappointed with the Raptors jersey. I'm not going to lie. If, I, if you couldn't tell earlier. And honestly, real quick before I head off, before, before I end this episode, I want to go over a few jerseys I wish they would have brought back that I feel like they need to bring back eventually. I don't know if you remember those Gilbert Arenas War, uh, Wizards jerseys, the gold ones, the gold and white ones. A lot of people hate on those. Because they are very like 90s, early 2000s. But in my opinion, they're pretty fire. Gilbert Arenas was a killer in those. So yeah, if they could bring those back, that would be amazing. I would cop instantly. Also, I don't know why. Everyone's been asking for it. This year is obviously some new beginnings for the Philadelphia 76ers. So why haven't they brought back the Allen Iverson jerseys? The black ones, the white ones. It really doesn't matter. But those black ones, you've seen them all over Instagram. People saying, like, bring these out, bring these out. They'd be fire. So I don't know why Nike's sleeping on that. But those Allen Iverson 76er jerseys, they really need those all-black ones. They have to drop those pretty soon. And maybe in a few years when this team really is really good and competing again, just acknowledge that you messed up and the OKC Thunder need to have a Sonics-inspired jersey. I know 
it might rub Seattle the wrong way. But if you're not going to put a team in Seattle, just give OKC something reminiscent of those, you know. We know that the NBA messed up sending them to OKC. I mean, OKC is great, but they haven't replaced the team in Seattle. So just give give OKC a Seattle-themed colorway. Again, you don't have to do it this season because they're like – they are rebuilding, quote-unquote, so go ahead and do it when they're good, but as long as one drops, I'll be happy. Okay, so those are my ideas, my thoughts on the current NBA climate, current NBA swag, if you will. So that's going to do it. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys are having a great week. Thank you guys for listening again. Peace.